Welcome to this episode of Riding the Wall for this week. Um, with your undisputed tag team champions of the podcast world. You know. Yeah, I'm back and I appreciate Eric keeping my seat warm for me. Yeah, yeah. I think he did a pretty good job. He still got his yellow. He still got his yellow stripe on his back bumper. So hey. he's, you know, he's he's coming into it though. But hey, that's he how you get rid of the yellow stripe. Is wearing it. You that's know? right. That's so. right. You gotta do that. So how's your week been? Or your two weeks. I ain't seen you in yeah. two weeks. Yeah, it's been busy. It has. It's, yeah. Yeah. One of those late nights and early mornings and early nights and late mornings. and Yeah. It's all been... It's hard to keep up with what day's what when you get <laughs> like that. Yeah. So, well, let's see. We had Kansas. Just happened. We got a few things to talk about with that. But, uh... Tyler Reddick wins. I'm... I kind of knew a Toyota was was going to be up there and probably going to win. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I always say it's a Chevy track, but if I had to say one is not a Chevy track, it'd probably be Kansas. I mean, a Toyota. If, if Bubba can win there, I mean, shit, any Toyota can, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we had a little bit of a little bit of stuff happen there at Kansas. Besides Reddick winning, him, he, he kind of. He jumped out front, never looked back. Well, I mean, kind of expect and, and that. Reddick's that kind of driver. He's young, but he's that kind of driver. You know, he's going to be a contender at most tracks, and yeah, especially those ones favored with Toyota. So, yeah, it don't surprise me that he won. But the two things I really want to talk about is I know this is a sore topic for you. We just got done talking about it before we before we got on here, but it's true. X, he didn't even have time to warm up his tires, and he puts it in the wall. Yeah, third lap. I felt bad for him. You know, because I, I like Truex. I, I root for Truex, but um, You're, I hate yeah. to see a good veteran like that get something done like that. You know what I mean? To kind of really ruin his season because he wins the regular season and he comes out here and just kind of lays an egg so far in the playoffs. Kind of like my fantasy season. I stayed up top. All <laughs> well, I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> I wasn't going to so, bring it up. So you I'm kind of like the Truex of the fantasy league. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What was she, second, third? Something no, I like was that. up to third, yeah. I think he was up to third. And now... I took a... He, yeah, that, the plane ran out of gas. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're kind of stalled out in the grass out there somewhere right now. Start calling me Justin R. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we'll explain that one. Uh, so anyway, let's get back to the race. But... Okay. Um, so... We had the true X stuff, and apparently the guy ran over something in his tire. So he had a puncture in the tire, which is what caused it. Um, like I said, I feel bad for him because he qualified good. He was going to have a good weekend. He's in a Toyota. He knows he's going to be up front most of the night or right. most of the day. I mean, all the other ones were up there. Yeah. Know? I mean, so, I mean, like you said, if Bubba can run up front, so can Truex. So I kind of felt bad for him for that. Uh, kind of puts a kink in the the playoff standings now he's below the cut line yep gonna be one of the first four out if he don't, don't pick I mean, it up here at we Bristol. are here we are going into the bubble race and he takes a hard hit like that you know? and he's not very good at bristol i mean he's had some decent finishes in the past but well, consistently I mean, he's, he's, he's not, not good. he's not a short track driver no you know and he's not a super speedway driver <laughs> but <laughs> he's a toyota driver <laughs> right i mean he's one of them guys that you know i mean you can he can throw his hat in any race and have a chance on winning, but he is really successful at the mile and a half and stuff like that, you know, road yeah. courses. Yeah. So, like I said, I hate to see that happen, and, you know, you and Mama Lou both had him, so, and it it put a pretty big dent in your, your fantasy <laughs> standings, so. Yeah. 
I'm just, I'm just. All you can do is laugh about that shit anymore. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> I know. I was there last year. It, uh, it's not fun. You just hope that sooner or later you're gonna pick somebody that can, can do something, yeah. and and you have no control over it. You know, it's it's that's the tough part. Yep. But uh, you're picking valid, legit drivers that could win at these tracks. You know, and they're just they're not doing it. They're not doing it. Just, I mean, I sometimes I, you're better off just picking a name out of the hat. You know what I'm saying? It's about to the point where I'm about to pick Bubba, <laughs> just because of what's happening, right? To me, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it because it won't be posted till after seven tonight. But I'm taking Kyle Busch at Bristol, mm-hmm. and I'm a, I'm a Kyle Busch fan. Mm-hmm. I like the guy. I want to see him do good. If Kevin Harvick don't win at Bristol, I'd love to see Kyle Busch win at Bristol. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. now I feel I feel guilty. Like if if Kyle <laughs> goes out there and smacks the wall, if he, I mean at any point in the race and goes out, is it the curse of the curse of Justin? The curse right of Justin, you know, I mean <laughs> the, the the It could be. A hillbilly spell. You um, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I, I remember I? I remember last year it got to the point where I was telling people who I was gonna pick because I was having such bad luck that just to you warn them so they could stay yeah so they could stay away from it you know so i wasn't pushing no bad luck on anybody else but uh i do know that hr scotty is not going to like hearing you say that you're going to pick bubba just to kind of help curse bubba right I but he's I, not going to like that. that i won't pick bubba just because that's the week that my luck will turn around right you know what I'm <laughs> <Yeah. saying? laughs> then you have to pick him the next week and right. then you get labeled you know but uh so yeah i felt bad for for uh True X with that, but let's talk about the big thing that happened at Kansas. Larson and Chase. Yes, what was your view on that? I'm gonna get your opinion first. Larson did the right thing because when Brad came out of his pit box, he came out in front of Larson and in front of Chase. You know, if Larson wouldn't have, I think Larson made the right move by saying, "If I just bump Chase, that's better than what I'm about to do to mine and Brad's car." Right. So I think he made the right choice because you you had a you know with Larson in the center, Chase Elliott on the right, you had a flush side to side, yeah, hit. Well, Whereas, they were already three wide at that point. Well, when Brad come out, that's when he went like that, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, he had to. He was either going to hit Brad in the right front, with his left front, or he was going to go full sides, full side to side contact with Chase. A little bump. Yeah. So I think Larson did the right thing. And, you know, then they get going down further down pit road before they go down the track. And anybody that's seen it knows that Chase swerved back over and gave Larson a little bump, too. And then went up and talked to him after the race. But Chase is saying that there's no ill will, there's no hard feelings, that they talked about it. Just like Larson said after the race, if once Chase sees the replay of what happened, he'll understand. Yeah. And he sounds like he did. I'm not buying it. Yeah, you don't think? I don't think so. I think Chase is still pissed off. He just, and it's not just directly, and, you know, again, this is my opinion. He just, he's not directly pissed off at Larson because of that one incident. I think it's it's the uprising of Larson, the downfall of Chase. And the year that Chase has had all together just wound up I mean, in a 
why wouldn't it be pissed at William Byron then? You know, I mean, well, William yeah, Byron I mean, might had, be a part of William it. William Byron, I mean, Larson had a better year last year than he had this year. Right. William Byron has had an outstanding year over Larson and Jays. Yeah, and I think that's what's that's what's feeding. So you think his his uh, failures this year is what's pissing him off, and it's he knows that. I think that Chase Elliott knows right now he's fighting for third best in the Hendrick Garage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, because last year we had Larson Elliott. For the past couple of years, we've had Larson Elliott, two top dogs at Hendrick. Right, they're going back and forth. Both of them could win anywhere you go. They, the two golden boys. Yep. Now you've got one golden. Well, boy. you had one of them that had a blemish on the record for saying a bad, well, he, a yeah, bad word. He, he he made an oopsie. Chase Chase <laughs> Chase would never do that. No, Chase would never do that. He's too 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 pure a boy. Too yeah. pure a boy. But um, but I think you know, and he was fine with that. Fine with a little competition with Larson. But now you've got William Byron's going to step up to the table, and he says, "Make room, boys. I'm coming through." So now you've got Larson winning, what was that, his fourth win at uh, Darlington? Three with the uh, points races right. and then, then the All-Star. So that was his fourth win on the season. You've got Byron, who's won how many? Five now, I think. That's nine races between the two of them and Chase Elliott. Well, he's still he's still looking for a top five somewhere, you know? I mean, you think about, you, you, look, at, you look at Daddy Rick like he's Noah, okay? Right. How many, how many animals are, are going on that arc? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ain't got room for four of them. Hell, you ain't got room for three of them. You're taking two. Right. Which two is he taking? Well, I think that's an obvious choice right. this year. That's, that's you think <laughs> so. You think that's why? You think it's boiling inside of him and starting to surface? And he's been the golden boy all of his career. He's been his given. Own life. I he, mean, yeah, I'm sure much. even in cart series he was probably. The oh yeah, boy. Bill Elliott's boy. Right. Bill Elliott's boy. You know. And until he starts winning a few races, and then he then he gets a name. He's Chase now, all of a sudden, right? You know, but I think he is. He's never had to fight for anything. He's never had to really compete. He's just been given this title or this uh, prestige, and he goes out and wins a few races to prove that yeah, I'm Bill's boy, and uh, and that's gotten him to where he is. He's never really had to compete. He's never really. There's never been he's a question it, of who's the top dog at Hendrick as long as Elliott has been there. And now there's question: who's the top dog? Well, it's it's not Elliott. I mean, you can. He's you can not ask in the conversation, right? I mean, when it comes to merchandise sales, he probably is. Oh yeah, that's he's where he's probably, making his he's money. He's probably the man when it comes to merch. I'm sure he is. <laughs> so, but you know, Larson's right there nipping on his butt too with them uh, merchandise sales. But Byron and Larson are carrying that team right now. Mm-hmm. Period. Byron, Byron don't have, he might not have the merchandise sales this year, but he's got the paychecks coming in from from checkered flags, the bonuses and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So, you know, so there's two guys there at Hendrick that's there's pulling their weight, and then you've got two guys that are not. Yep. And Chase don't like being in that group. That's not. I mean, for you can you can combine the third and fourth drivers' wins. At Hendricks, and they don't even come close to this person in second place. Right, they don't even add up to <laughs> half of second place. <laughs> and I think that's what's that's what's um, fueling his frustration right now. And and I, I understand. I can't say I understand, but I, I I can see why he would be flustered or frustrated. Well, but that still don't give him a reason to be a whiny bitch on the track. You you know? And stupid, I'm going to say it. You I'm going to go ahead and say you it. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, right? That's, that's right. So. 
I mean, if you're not going to take your job serious, your job ain't going to take you serious. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. And now, and I've said this before, we're going to see what kind of toll this has on him. You know, is he just going to sit and sulk in it and, and whine and cry and say, that's my spot, I want it back? Or is he actually going to go out on the track and do something to prove that he deserves that ride? Because here's my thing. Uh, and you, and you, it's all, nobody's saying these things about Brad Kozlowski and Kevin Harvick. They've been, they're at 80 plus races in a row now without a win. Mm-hmm. Each of them. Yeah. Nobody's talking about them. You think it's bothering them? Thinking it's upsetting them? You know, you think they're pissed off? You think they're worried about their ride? No. Because they earned their ride. For mm-hmm. one, both of them did. So, but you you know they're they're not the ones out there getting suspended for running their mouths or getting suspended for being a bitch. Right. They're not the ones out there, you know, making snow angels when they should be <laughs> not should be in the garage. Snow, should not be making <laughs> snow angels. You know, I mean, it's nobody's saying that about them guys. Because I'm not worried that Chase ain't winning. It's just, just like you said, it's how's the not winning, how's not being in the spotlight affecting him. And it's it's, it's pretty hurting. obvious. Yeah. It's, it's affecting him pretty bad. I mean, he might say it's not. He might say there's no drama there with Larson. Don't bullshit us. We know better than that. Yeah. We might be a bunch of dumb rednecks, hillbillies, whatever you want to call us. But we, we can see well, through all we that We know a crap. few things. Yeah. And, and NASCAR and emotions is... Emotions plays a big role in that, in the whole sport, you know. Um, And it was obvious because, and here's what I really have a problem with, with that whole incident at Kansas, was that after the incident on pit road, Larson did the best he could with what situation he had. Right. right? I mean, Brad Kay coming out of the pits put him four wide. And these two on the outside, I don't even remember who was to the right of Chase, but I know there was a car there to the right of Chase, and then you had Chase, and then Larson. And none of those three are backing off of it to get out of the pits, right? Because you're going for a spot late in the race. And and then Brad Kay comes out and just adds to the party. Well, somebody's got somebody's to budge, and Larson was the one to budge, because the other two to the right probably couldn't see Brad coming out, or it wasn't their issue, really. It, it was Larson's issue. He dealt with it, and he did the best he could, I thought. Right. Um, so then once we get out on the track, then Elliot... He don't like what happened because he's the golden boy. You don't bump into my car, right? You don't you don't bump into me. I don't care who you are. I'm going to door jam you back. Now, here's the problem I have with that. Now you have a non-playoff driver door jamming a playoff driver who's... On the same team. On the same team and got a... He's one of the favorites to win the championship. He's already won in the first round, so he's, he's good to go for the second round. Now you're going to door jam this guy and possibly, you know, crumple a fender into the tire, which may two laps from now. Cause that tire to go down, put him in a wall. Yeah, you know, all because you're you're fussy. Mm. If I'm Big Rick, that wouldn't sit good with me. No, you know, I don't care who that guy is. If he's your teammate, you're not going to door jam him, especially if you're not in the playoffs. And he is. Don't touch him. We'll talk about it. If you got a problem with it, we'll talk about it after the race, and we'll settle it after the race. You don't go out there on the track and possibly cause damage to my car. Right. You know. My championship car. Yes. Possibly. One of my two championship cars. If you wanted to be in his role, maybe you should have done better. Right. Make better decisions. Be more of a team player. Act like a leader that you're supposed to be. 
and grow up, do your job. You're one of the best in the game. Go prove it. Yeah. I'm giving you the opportunity to prove it. Go do it. You're yeah. not doing that. Every year since Dale Jr.'s retired, he's been voted most popular driver, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well, they say he is. I mean, I mean what's he? Done. What's what's he the most popular for right now? I mean, he's had a win every year because his last name's Elliot. Right, but I mean, he's had a win every year that he's been in the Cup Series until this year. Right. You know, so I mean, you throw that on top of everything else. You know, I mean, that's what you, I think it was last year. Kyle Busch was struggling 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 and he would he'd been like 16 consecutive seasons yeah 16 nascar monster slash next tail seasons Mm -hmm. at the highest level every season with a win at least one Mm -hmm. and when he got his win last year to put him at 17, you know, cause he was one to continue that streak. He, he held the record for the most consecutive seasons with a, at least one win. Right. And he finally did it. I mean, last year it didn't look like he was going to do it all just out of spite, right. you know, but I mean, here chase was at like what season eight and something like that. Yeah. You don't have a win yet. Yeah. He had seven consecutive. That'd be hard to take. Yeah, and it's showing. It's showing. I mean, I just feel but like it's. And it, I'm not a Chase hater when I say all this. I'm not a Chase hater. I'm not a Chase fan, but I'm not a Chase hater either. Right. I call it like a. If it. you're going to pat them on the back when they do good, you kick them in the ass when they don't. You exactly. know, I mean, that's what how it has to be. Exactly. I mean, you know what the difference between a pat on the back and a foot in the ass is? What's that? Two feet. <laughs> yeah. There's only two foot difference. Right. So. Yeah, and I right mean, now he's it, just getting kicked in the ass left and right. Right, and it's that, it's always that close, you know. Yeah. But he deserves it. I mean, you're going to be at the top of the... He's he's driving with the cream of the crop, right? He's supposed to be the top dog in the top garage, and he's not. He don't the, like role, it. the role model, the poster boy. Yeah. The, so, you know, and, and, and I just... I don't know. I just have issue with the whole door jam once they got back on the track i mean it's kind of like lebron going out there and throwing an elbow at jordan yeah because he ain't scoring you know and you know i mean we we see that in sports sometimes players get frustrated but this has been a whole season yeah you well know? he's done it to himself i mean yeah. it's not like somebody else sabotaged him he sabotaged himself yeah he's in the same car he was in last year this ain't the first year for this next gen car or nothing like that so you can't blame it on the car you can't blame it on the crew chief you can't blame it on the team i mean there's only one person to blame. You yeah. Know, sometimes you gotta you, have you, a tough you, conversation with that man in the mirror. Yeah. And sometimes those are the toughest conversations in life. You know. And I just don't think he has been forced to have that conversation yet. You know, nobody's ever made him. Maybe I don't know the term I'm looking. Yeah. Nobody's really held him accountable for his own actions because he's always been the golden boy. You know, and. And I don't know him and Bill's relationship as he was growing up. I mean, I'm sure. I, I Bill, would, earned, I would assume, Bill earned his way, so I mean, you yeah, would think he would pass that down. Bill but. earned his way, and he had to fight back and forth with the top, the most loved guy in all of NASCAR history. You know, right? And and he fought Dick tooth Trickle. and nail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dirty Dick Trickle. But, <laughs> 
but yeah, and, but I, he I earned his spot, you know. Yeah. And I don't think Chase has had to fight as hard as as Bill did to get where he's at, you know. And and I he, think that's starting to show. But do you think Chase Elliott and Dale Earnhardt Jr. were raised two different ways? Well, I guarantee they were. I guarantee one got a lot more pats on the back, and another one got a lot more boots to the ass. And I would say that Junior got more boots to the ass just because Dad was tougher, you know. And I'm not saying Bill was a softy by no means, but I would say I, I, I feel like, and I don't know Bill any more than anybody else does, but I feel like just from what I've seen and what I know. Bill's pretty soft-spoken. Yeah, he's more laid back. Um, Dale seemed pretty laid back, but at the same time, you knew he meant business all the time when it came to the race cars and at the track. Bill meant business, but he's a little bit more laid back. Like, you know, well, yeah, you know, well, I, I probably could have, you know, got this or could have got that. Whereas Dale was more of like, I'll get him next week, and he just a stern look and he's off to the to the hauler. But I don't see the same. I don't see the same um, drive from Chase that Bill had because Bill had he, Bill well, because I'm old enough to remember Bill. Bill. It wasn't handed to Bill. Right. He earned everything he got and that builds character Just and like that builds Dale toughness. Senior. Yes. You know? And that builds toughness and that's and it's like a lot of people. I mean I see I see parents whose kids are way softer than the parents are and I see it's with everybody. It's like the more generations you know, go down I mean, the softer. We had that, we had which we wasn't we're not that old. We don't remember Ralph Earnhardt driving. Right. Yeah, but just because Ralph was a race car driver doesn't mean it was handed to Dell Senior. Right. You know, Dell still was having to earn it. You know, I told the story back in the early season when, you know, Dell was Dell Senior was like twelve years old and his dad said, Come on, get out there on the track with him mm-hmm. and he was in a V six, everybody else was in V eights and he was his dad was just pounding him out there on that track. But But that was teaching him. Right. It's tough love. And so and tough love goes a long way i think right. i mean you know? sometimes the teachings can say what the words can't yeah. i i'm not very good at explaining to somebody how to do something with their hands i can show them mm-hmm. but a lot of times i don't have the vocabulary to explain or the ability yeah <laughs> sometimes it's patience too you well, know yeah but sometimes yeah you know, yeah, I, I agree with it's, that. Uh, totally to see that. explain how to do something, and 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 I've done exercises like that with people where you say, "Hey, explain to them. Don't you can't touch them and you can't show them. Explain to them how to do that." You mm-hmm. know, it's harder to do than it is just to pick oh, yeah. it up and show them. Oh yeah. But I think, and I think that's probably where Elliot's where Elliot's issue comes in is that, uh, you know, he just. I feel like he's just kind of been given everything. Now he's obviously, he's obviously done what he's needed to do to to move up and advance in this career, and he's done a great job with that. But at the same time, he's also sometimes people just kind of move out of his way because of his name, and I don't think that really builds character for moments like what we had at Kansas. And uh, so I I don't know. I just I just it's tough to explain because I like Chase. I root for Chase sometimes. I don't want anybody to get this wrong. I am, like I said, I'm not a Chase hater, but I'm not a Chase fan either. And I, I don't mind seeing Chase do good when he when he should do good. But at the same time, when Chase is doing bad, he needs to kind of look. 
he needs to do a little bit of self-reflection. What can I do to improve myself? And, um, and that'll go a long way to on-track performance, in my opinion. Um, you know, maybe, maybe watch and see what Larson's doing. Maybe see what Byron's doing. And maybe add a little bit of this and a little bit of that to his own repertoire. And then maybe that would help him improve. So that's really, that's my take on the Elliot Larson situation. I mean, I'm, as soon as I seen it happen, I was like, oh, damn, that's not going to go well. But, but at the same time, I also kind of like what Kyle Larson said. As soon as he sees the tape, he'll understand what happened. Right. And I think he probably did, but in Chase's eyes, it still may not make it better. Right. Just because he's fighting that, but, that fight. But also, you know, I mean, just like you said at the beginning of this, of this topic, it, when Big Rick sees it, he's not going to give two shits if it was, if Larson did it on purpose or Larson did it on accident or if Larson was trying to avoid something bigger. He ain't going to care because one of my non-chase cars just hit one of my chase cars. One of my two chase cars. Right. Now you're affecting... <laughs> Now you're affecting, I mean, you've already taken yourself out of the championship. Now you're taking other people with you on, on my team, on yeah. your team. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's when we're going to have an issue. And, and another thing with that, why could Chase not say, you know, because the spotter sees the whole thing going on. The spotter, Chase's spotter can see that Larson didn't have much room. You know, he tried to make room to make them go four wide because it was going to happen. You know, so he's doing the best he can. Why could Chase not say, hey, talking to his spotter, what happened there? Why did he hit me? Right. Before he goes out and door jams this guy on the track, what happened? Why did he hit me? Let that spotter say, hey, he was he was pinched he, up there. Yeah, he was cramped. And that way maybe Elliot will know what went on before he ever door jams him. That but would it, save a big problem right there. Yeah, I agree. You're right. But even if... But he's Chase Elliot and he can't do that. Right. He got He got bumped. And he didn't like But even it. even if Larson would have did that being a dick, because he didn't like Chase Elliott, Chase Elliott better not do it back, just like you said, because I'm the owner of this team. One of my, my C or D driver <laughs> better not hit my A or B driver. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And do you think there's a conversation going on before Bristol? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big Rick's going to pull him in and say, we're not going to have no problems this I mean, week. what happened at Bristol last time we was down there at night race? What, Chase I mean, Elliott causing problems is what happened. He so got, he, he saved, got mad. He saved his teammate that time. Yeah, he did. He did. And he admitted that right after the race, you know. Yeah. I might have held him up a little bit and Larson was able to catch him, but, you know, I just didn't like that he cut my tire because I'm Chase Elliott and I'm not supposed to get a tire cut down by another driver. Right. I don't care that it's Kevin Harvick. Well, Kevin Harvick didn't care that you're holding him up, although he played nice. He played a lot nicer than what I would have. <laughs> he I would played have dumped a lot his nicer ass. than everybody else on that track would have. Yeah. After about the third lap of that crap, I think I would have dumped him. And, you know, I think if Chase is in the way of Kevin getting a win at Bristol in his last season. Yeah, he's, he's done. I'm going to tell you right now, Kevin, if you're listening, and I'm sure he is, you know, Kevin's a good friend of the show. I think he was over at Tony's. When I talked to Tony earlier. Oh, yeah? yeah. You hear him in the background? Well, he's, he just said, hey, Tony had me on speaker. Oh, know, okay. I got you. So, I, Kevin, if you're listening and Chase gets in your way, 
Just dump his ass. He's a non-playoff driver. Even you know? if he don't get in your way, just dump his just ass. Just dump it. <laughs> just for what he did last we'll year. We'll bring you a few beers or two down. Years ago. You know, we'll bring you a few bush lights down just to just to celebrate the the incident. You know. But uh, now, hopefully, hopefully Chase can learn from that. Um, hopefully, I don't he can think learn he's from going this to. whole season. Do you think he will? I think he'll come out better next year than what he came into this year like. Yeah, I think I mean, he's going to come he, out guns blazing next year. I mean, if he don't, then they need to they need to have a serious conversation then. You know, because, I mean, this year's been just a shit show for, yeah. for that non-car team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think and he's going to come out. I mean, the 48 hasn't been as bad as the 9, but yeah. he hasn't been in the headlines as much as the 9 either. He's never been that... He, his pedestal wasn't as high as right. Elliot's was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was, and he knows it. He was up there, but, you know, with great, what is it, what do they say? With great powers come great responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. But. Well, we'll see what happens at Bristol. We'll see yeah. if Chase has learned anything. I'm, I'm not looking, I'm not holding my breath. I think there, there'll be a couple Chevys that do okay there, but that nine won't be one of them. No. I don't see it. He's got the potential to. If he can stay level-headed, he's got the potential to. But I don't think he will. Um, I, I agree with that. Who do you think will do some good at Bristol? In a Chevy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think there's... Uh... See, I'm going to say there's two right off the top of my head. Yeah? That'll do good. I'm going to say... There's, there's three, two that I I think will do really good, and that's Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson. Um, I'm pretty eager to see how well William Byron does there too. I mean, I think he's gonna he does good on short tracks like that. You know, I mean, yeah. he's, and he's had a he's got a badass car all year. He's had a great team all year. Um, I think it's. I don't think you'll see much out of Elliott or Bowman. I don't think you'll see much out of Austin Dillon. Uh, what about Chastain? Do you think he'll do anything? No, no, I don't think you'll see much of him as Suarez. So, uh, is this going to be a Toyota night, or is this no, going to be, be a, a Ford, Ford night. night? You think so? It's going to be a Ford night at Bristol. Yep, Bristol's a Chevy track, though. Every track's a Chevy <laughs> track. Talking to you, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's who's the top Fords then? Well. Favorites, or you talking about like who's the favorites, or who who do I think? Who do you think? And this this gonna surprise a few people, probably. Uh oh. But Busher has had a pretty good. He's been on a pretty good run this year. He mm-hmm. won there. He won at Bristol last year. Yeah. I think Brad K is gonna be the bigger threat at Bristol this year than Busher is. I think they're gonna both be up front. It might take them a little time to get there if they don't qualify up front. But just like I've said all year long, when you see them, see one up front, they're both up there. If you see one in the back, they're both back there. Yeah. I think they'll both make their way up front. But I think Brad will be the one, because last year, you know, I mean, Brad was right on his ass when he won at Bristol last year. Right. So It seems like Brad has been right on his butt every time Busher has won. He has, but, and I don't think, I don't think Chris and Brad give two shits about that. Right. But. Brad has done everything this year. Between this year and last year, he's done everything except 
figure out how to beat his teammate. So, do you think his teammates outdriving him, or do you think Brad is is just pushing? I don't think Busher to that Brad's spotlight. not the kind of guy to even let his teammate get the win. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna he's not gonna go for a pass and damage both of the cars that he's got money into. Right. He's not gonna get reckless like he may have passed Logano on the final turn at Daytona when Penske on them cars. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. He'll take. I think he'll take a second place before he blows up his and uh, Busher's. Uh, yeah, his and Busher's car. But Roush Fenwick is Lowski's money, mm-hmm. so I think he'll he'll take that first and second, unless he can pass him clean, and get that get that victory like that. So you think it's in Brad's mind? It's and it's probably Busher also. However, we get to the front. However we are is how we're going to run it. Right. So if Brad's in front of Chris, Chris is going to push him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it's the other way around. I think they don't know. even have to talk about it. It's just yeah. already in their head. I mean, they've been showing it all year. Yeah, we know? can take first and second. As long as it's us two, right. it don't matter the order. And that's how a good team runs. Yeah. You know, and that's I think that's why they are the top four I mean, team now. you got to bankroll your team. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get keep that money coming in. and Don't hog get, the spotlight right, like Chase Elliott's doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's Brad and Chris have been Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton Jr. all year, you know. That's true. Done wrong with Silver, you know. (laughs) So, I mean, I I look for, obviously, I think Busher's going to be strong there. But I think this is going to be the race where Brad finishes in front of Chris. Yeah. Um, Dang, that helicopter is low. Yeah, it is. We've been getting a lot of those lately. It might be Brad coming in now. You think so? Yep. Yeah. Probably landing over here. I mean, we're out we're just outside of Bristol Speedway right now, so I mean, it's why well, it, the helicopter landing <laughs> pad right out here just got fresh paint on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think you're right as far as as far as the Fords. I'm putting Busher and Harvick at the top of that list, but Brad K is definitely one to be watching because. I think this is where he gets a upper hand on Chris. I think Chris will be right there with him. And I don't really care who wins. Just like, I'd love to see Brad get a win. Yeah. You know, I would. Uh, I'd like to see Kevin get it more. Yeah, me too. But I mean, I'm a If I had to pull for a Ford driver, yeah, it's going to be Kevin. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, hard. Win one for the old guys, you know. All right, it's his last season. Yeah. It's the last run at Bristol. Yeah. So, I'd love to see him get the win. I'd love to see Chase Briscoe get a win. I mean, he's not in the chase, but I'd like to see him get a win. Uh, that's another driver that I thought about picking for this week was Briscoe. But yeah. he hasn't really done a whole lot all year. No. I mean, uh, he he was up front there for a good while. at. Uh, he needs to break his finger. At Daytona. Again. You know, at Daytona yeah. night race. He, yeah, he, was he, he was up there quite a bit. And I think he got wrapped up in... Yeah, that was the priest wreck that he got wrapped up yeah. in, wasn't it? Yeah. Teammate. Yeah, I hate to see any ill will on anybody, but Chase Briscoe probably needs to break another finger. And then then the you're gonna see the talent of that kid. Right. <laughs> you I know, mean, I don't know how he that had an happens, outstanding but... season last year whenever he had a broken finger, but I think it was earlier this year, wasn't it? Because he had it he yeah, had the yeah, broken finger at the Bristol Dirt. Yeah, yeah. You're so I think right. it was this earlier this year. He what, five or six races where he was just up front. Didn't get a win, but he was up front. And yeah, But it's Bristol. 
anything can happen. You know. So that's. I mean, I, mean, I think your Chevys are going to be Kyle Busch, uh, Larson, and Byron. You know, not not in that particular order, but them would be your three strong ones. Right, I agree with that. Your, your Fords are going to be Busher, Brad, and Harvick. Your Toyotas. Shit, I don't. I don't see Toyota doing anything <laughs> Toyota's there. It's not gonna do nothing. Maybe a Christopher Bell if his pit crew don't sabotage him, you know, well, or have a bad. Not really sabotage. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But he just, even though he's gotten Ty Gibbs' pit crew, it's like they still can't quite do. I mean, if what to they me need to do to me, if there's any Toyota on that track that has a chance at winning at Bristol, it's Denny Hamlin. Yeah. Maybe Tyler Reddick. Hamlin for the experience, Reddick for the short track experience. Right, you know, I mean that to me, that's the only two Toyotas that could go out there and pull this off. Yeah, so. I, I I pretty much agree with everything right there. Um, I wouldn't sleep on uh, Joey Logano just because the experience. I don't really see him doing anything. But if I had to pick a dark horse, I guess if you could say he's a dark horse, that might be it. You know. See, Blaney would be right there for me. Yeah, in the in, yeah, in the dark horse one. category, uh, a, a somewhat of a dark yeah, horse. Him yeah. and Briscoe both. You know. Right. So, um, before we get back to Bristol, we're going to talk some little bit more about Bristol. But uh, we did have a couple things this week. I seen Noah Gregson got uh, reinstated by did, NASCAR. Did you like my message I, I put out there uh, on that? Which gr- which one? When uh, I think Earl sent the yeah the Earl picture sent the, uh-huh. that said Grayson's been reinstated yeah and I said for one reason only because they're not going to do anything to Bubba for what he said about Tyler Reddick after the race last week now see I seen the comment but I didn't see where Bubba said it so yeah what, after what, what after after the race last week they said something about his his teammate went in the race and Bubba didn't, you know, he had a bad race. And he said he called Tyler Reddick in air quotes here, a mental case. Hmm. Well, social media started blowing up, you know, I mean, and in all honesty, the people that was blowing up on him was like mental illness is a serious issue. I have mental health issues and you're poking fun at it by calling this guy a mental case. Yeah. You know, you're calling somebody a, a name that would be hate speech to me. Right. You know, and for the next 24 hours, it's just rolling in. People are firing up on social media saying, you know, Bubba shouldn't be allowed to say that this guy's being a mental case. But Bubba just says the words, I was just joking. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it goes, it, it's almost like it goes away. Yeah. Well, it's funny how that happens, ain't it? I mean, Kyle Larson couldn't have said, I was just joking. Yeah. Noah Grayson couldn't have been like, I didn't mean, I was just joking when I hit that up finger, that thumbs up button. Yeah. I was just a joke. I mean, you can't call somebody any kind of slang term mm-hmm. or derogatory term whatever you want to call it people being too fucking sensitive is what we call it but right. <laughs> uh, i mean bubba wall should be able to say he's being a mental case because it's just speech it's he's not he's not saying anything mean or bad or anything like that it's just again 
And it might be an but, inside joke. Right, but know? Bubba's on the opposite end of the bullshit now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now he's feeling what all 38 other drivers have been feeling for the last three years. Yeah. You know? So I think it's good he's feeling it. You know, I th- but that's the only reason. I think they, I mean, because it was like as soon as it was two days after Bubba said that. They reinstate Noah Grayson. Hmm. Now, see, I didn't even catch. I didn't even catch him saying it after the race. Why? Why would he call Reddick a, a mental case? He's like, oh, at forty-five is a mental case. Sometimes you got to watch him. You know, I don't. I, I don't. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. I just saw. Yeah, he knows odds. him better than we do, obviously. Right. But, but you, know, I don't. you know, I mean, I took I, the way I seen it. It was like he was just like, man, that dude's crazy. Yeah, you, you got to watch him. He's, He's freaking nuts. Yeah. You know, he's great. You know, that's how I, how I seen it. Yeah. I didn't see it like he was saying he had mental health issues. Right. Or he was literally crazy. You know, nothing like that. But some people will. But, but some people do. Mm-hmm. So, but sensitive people. Yeah. So, but now here's Bubba on the opposite end of that. He's always the one down here saying, oh, that's not fair. You know? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a little darker than you are. You can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> You know, that that's bullshit. I agree. You know? And, 100%. you know, now that he's on the opposite end of that, but NASCAR stepped in, and I think that's what they did. I mm-hmm. think they reinstated him so quick just so they wouldn't have to do nothing to Bubba for saying what he said. Because how's Kyle Larson saying the N-word jokingly? I mean, and multiple people heard him laughing when he said it. And... Which is wrong. Right. But then Bubba Wallace saying on national TV that this guy's a mental case. When there's a shit ton of people out there that do have mental health issues. Mm-hmm. That take that shit serious. So how can how can NASCAR get away from doing something to Bubba right now? Yeah. How can they? Right. I, I agree you with that. you think they should? They should just let him let it slide? No, I'm saying do you think they should reprimand him? Or do you well, think, I mean, if they set a precedent, do you think twenty three XI should reprimand him? Because look what Legacy did. Well, I think I think twenty three XI has tried to reprimand him a time or two, and then everybody got everybody jumped on Denny for saying, you know, you're going to tell your guy not to do this, but then you go out and do the same thing. So I think I think Denny's not going to touch him just because he don't want anything coming back on him. Because it's no, I happened, think, I think you know. I think Denny handles Tyler Reddick and Michael handles Bubba. Is the way I think it happens. It's possible. It's possible. Just I so think, there's no. Yeah, no issues. Bullshit. There. Yeah, nobody can come back and say I don't like the way he's treating me. I can see that. So, but, I mean, if I go out there and say, you know. Let's say there's a female driver out there, and I go out there and be like, hey, cocksucker just ran right into the back of me. You know? I mean, that that's immediately going to be a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, Right? <laughs> I'm laughing and because... I'm, and I'm not trying to be funny. Right. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm laughing because I can see you climbing out of a car and saying that exact same right. thing. <laughs> And I would laugh my ass off. Right. But, you know, I mean, I would get in trouble over that. Right. So, I mean, I, I see it. I see it. If you're going to 
you know, and we said that back when all this sensitive bullshit started happening was now that now you've set your bar, mm-hmm. you've got to be that way across the field. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, unfortunately, I think NASCAR is going to have to come out with trigger words or keywords that you can't say. You know what I mean? And, and they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't should, have to. Yeah, they should not have to. But we're, we're in a time and an age where everything has to be black and white. It's this word, this word, this word. To you me, to me, I would start, and I say this not knowing the financial, the business, the bullshit side of NASCAR, you know, but that's when I would start restricting media is what I would do. I would be like, I think that would definitely help. You know, I would be like, you're not in, you can only interview. I think they need to give them at least 10 minutes after they get out of the well, car. But I'm you know going to say I mean? you can, you can interview the winner. And, you know, the number one and the number 10 driver of the week. That's it. I don't care who's in those two spots. That's who you're interviewing this week. First and 10th. Um, but they don't need to talk to them when they get out of the medical facility. They don't need to talk to them before they get back to their hauler to see the video. You know, I mean, they're just asking for it. Yeah, and that's and what they're pushing for. They're 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 wanting to create that drama. Right, but then you want to punish them too for being right for being in the moment, emotional and passionate. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's right. I've I've said for years the media needs to give these drivers. But NASCAR X amount needs of time. to make it happen. Yes, NASCAR. I agree with that. Need to say, hey. You ain't talking to them till they're ready to talk to you. Yeah. When they come out of their hauler, you can talk to them. That way, it puts the driver in charge. When when you know when the driver's ready, now I'll talk to the media. I've already had a chance to talk to my PR guy. Hey, don't say this, don't say that. Or I've had a chance to talk to my crew chief. He said, hey, you need to calm down before you go out yeah, there. You, you let, say me go, let me go on my trailer and get a Slim Jim. I'll be a lot happier when I do that interview. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like... <laughs> Yeah. I've just spent three and a half hours in a car burning up. Cussing then, and then, then I got, you know, sod <laughs> T-boned out there yeah. for no reason. Yeah, I'm going to be mad. I ain't yeah. got nothing on my stomach. I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. Pissed off. But, and you want me to be cheery when I get out right, of the car? Yeah, and yeah. you want to <laughs> talk about burritos and titties? I mean, <laughs> come on. It's like, I love those things, but it's a... Right. Uh, it's just one of them things of I'm like, you know, you let these drivers go there. You can wait outside their hauler, you know? Yeah. Hey, Hey, I'll be, be over in 10 minutes, you know, but give, give them that space. Yeah. I I agree with that. I I mean, I think that's something that needs to be done, you know, because I know NASCAR, they want to see the drama because that's what people tune in for. Right. So they don't want to stop the drama, but at the same time, you kind of want to protect your drivers. Right. Because that's what's creating the sport. Right. And that's, but even more so, that's what's creating this, this bullshit woke yes. problem we've got going on too. Right. Is everybody, everybody, even, there's even people that aren't NASCAR fans watching this shit so they can. Criticize. Criticize it, make fun of it, or, you know, find issues or sue somebody or, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like watching cops. And then yeah. complaining about when the cameraman runs up there because there's domestic violence issue and the man and woman's out there fighting and shit. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be talking some shit, you know, because right. the cameraman just run up there between them. <laughs> they're going to be saying some bad words. Right. 
Yeah. I love uh, cops. Yeah. The show, the show cops, I love it. I mean, it's freaking awesome. So, back to Gregson. Gregson gets reinstated. And I know he's already said he's going to be running a, what is it? I heard it earlier today, like a late model or, or ARCA. Or, I think it's, no, it's ASA. I was going to say, it's SB, ASA. SVG signed, which. Yeah. But he's, yeah. Gregson's going to be driving an ASA car, I think, tonight, somewhere up in, in the northeast, somewhere. But, but did uh, you he's see, on his way back. But did you so. see, yeah, uh, and I read that same thing as well, but did you see who uh, has signed to drive the number 42 car next year? Uh, was that Carson Hosevar? No. They got him. Legacy got him. Who did they get? John Hunter Nemechek. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, he signed. That's right. Dr- Carson's just driving a forty-two for the rest of this year. Right. But okay, I couldn't believe they got him. They snagged old John Hunter. I mean, that's great for them. Yeah. But now I was telling Eric about this last week because we we was kind of talking about this a little bit uh, with the whole John Hunter Nemechek. Eric don't drink, um, but I told him I said if you ever if if you ever want to play a drinking game, you watch a NASCAR race. Well, now next year you can watch a NASCAR race. This year it's Xfinity, but. You watch a race and take a drink every time they say John Hunter Nemechek. You'll be drunk by lap 50. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. It's like the only driver they talk about. And they have to say John Hunter Nemechek every time. They can't just say John Nemechek. They can't just say Nemechek. Nemechek. John Hunter. They can't say JHN. No, they can't say that. They got to say John Hunter Nemechek every time. And and I didn't even notice it, but earlier this year... That's right. a, I would like to see Ward Burton calling <laughs> the the Xfinity races just for that reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I love Ward Burton. I oh, love everybody's got to love Ward I Burton. Mean, I love him. But how f- awesome would that be to watch him criticizing Jeff's boy or cheering on Jeff's boy? Either way you want to look at it. Right, but Isn't saying John Hunter Nemechek. I'm trying. To, I'm picturing it in my head. <laughs> Because well, well, John Hunter, I can't. I can't even do it like Ward does, you know. No, we well, can't. Well, John Hunter, John Hunter, right. John Hunter, Nemechek. But it would be awesome. Yeah, you know. So, John Hunter going into the forty-two next year. So that He's, that that kind of lets us wonder: Is you think you think Grayson will show up at Stuart Haas? I wouldn't mind seeing that. I mean, I think. I think Noah needs a better ride than what he was in. I think Noah needs to mature a little bit too. That too, and I think I think what he's just going through is probably going to make that happen. Could probably make him mature pretty quickly. When you've got your dream job, and it's just ripped out from under you like that, that's going to make you think about things. You know, you took your whole life to get here, and I did something stupid. It really wasn't. It really wasn't stupid though. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know the, I don't know the details. No, I, I mean, I know what they put out there. They said he liked a meme, right? And I'm sorry, I don't care if it's liking a meme about a racist issue. I don't care if it's a meme about anything whatsoever. It's a meme. It's not real life. Yeah, you know, it does not say everything about Noah Gregson. It doesn't say everything about, you know, I mean. There's going to be things where I think they're funny, but I would never, I don't believe them. I don't say them. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, 
you know, there's you can find there, the humor in serious stuff. Right. There's a yeah. freedom out there that we've got to where yeah, supposedly. Exactly. Supposedly. <laughs> supposedly we've got that freedom. I mean, I would never there's things I would never joke about. Right. But they're they are worthy of saying that. I'll just leave it I, out there. I can find humor in serious stuff. You know? I, I mean, mean it's I made, like I, I can made, I can find humor in the stupidest stuff. Me too. I made know? a joke and I I loved my grandfather, you know? But I'm I made a joke at my grandfather's funeral. You know, that I wouldn't have made to nobody else but my brothers and my cousins. Right. You know, but <laughs> us guys were standing there in the corner, you know, talking. Yeah. And some of them looked at me like, well, what, what the fuck would you say that? You know, and I'm like, it's just funny, you know. Yeah. And everybody else was laughing. But just lighten the mood. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. how I deal with things. So, I mean, there's going to be, there's, it's okay. I mean, people deal with different things, with humor, yeah. you know. And, I mean, I've never seen Noah Grayson with a white hood on right. or driving down the road with a Confederate flag on his car, truck, cooler, anything like that. I've never heard him say the N-word. I mean, he, he fucking liked a meme. Yeah. I mean, maybe he thought the meme was funny, but he could have seen any one or two people in the world on that meme, not just a black person. Right. Maybe he thought the word or the joke was funny. Yeah. So... That's where I, I I have a hard time with shit like that, and it's he. I don't know. He could end up at Stewart Haas, you know. I mean, because I think our Eric Amarola is going to retire. I mean, obviously I we're waiting. I think Stewart. I think Tony needs to get on the ball next time you're talking to Tony. You need to tell him, hey, let's speed this decision we, up. Well, you can't we, wait till the very end. We of just the year, we just talked know? about it. It wasn't. It was tomorrow will be a week ago. We talked about it last Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he needs, I think Tony needs to put a little pressure on him. Say, hey, one way or the other, we just kind of need to know, you know. So that way we can we can move forward if we're going to, if we, we can lock up you in the Smithfield again. But uh, but hopefully, you know, congrats to Noah for, for going through what he's needed to go through, coming out on the other side. Um, I wouldn't say unscathed by no means, but he's he put out a statment that's saying, you know, he – Appreciates he, a second chance. And yes, he's learned he, his lesson. He's and, went through his self-reflection, and he's looking forward to bettering himself in the future. You know, now, good luck. And I think it's I think it's going to benefit him, just like Kyle Larson. It benefited Kyle Larson because he was in, I wouldn't say he was in a bad ride in a 42 car, um, but uh, after he lost his ride and come back, Look at him now. He's in a Hendrick ride. Now, He's the, the top the, dog in Hendrick. The 42 car wasn't a bad car, but no. it was a bad team. If you look what happened, Chip Ganassi ain't even in NASCAR no more. Right. You know, I mean, it was just that quick. But maybe maybe that's their punishment for... <clears throat> Karma. Yeah. Karma. Exactly. That's, that's a better word there. Yeah. Karma. I'm a firm believer in I karma. Mean, maybe if Kyle Larson would have been there all year and won numerous races... Well, they I mean, would have maybe afforded it, right? And maybe had Kyle not went through what he had to go through, maybe he wouldn't have been racing all them sprint car races and winning eighty races a year and just racking up money and and trophies and all that. And then to get into a Rick Hendrick car, you know what I mean? Right. He yeah. might still be sitting at Chip Ganassi or Trackhouse now. 
he would still be at Chip Ganassi because Chip Ganassi would have had a lot more wins that year. Yeah. And they would have afforded. I mean. So, I don't know. Um, and that's some more news that I just read just right before we got on here. Trackhouse has signed SVG to a limited. I think um, as I read it, it said they were going to field cars for the NASCAR, Xfinity, the truck series, and even some late model races. That's what I was saying. They was going to put him uh, in some late models. So they're not going to be able to run him. I don't think they can because of the whole charter thing. They're not going to run him all year in NASCAR and in, in the Cup Series, but they're going to be able to put what, him here and there. We see him over at Brownstown. We'll we'll show up. I guarantee we will. You know, or or right here at Scottsburg, I sixty five yeah. Speedway. They yeah. take late models. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's going to improve him. He's going to be able to go on a lot more oval tracks to up his game. And then I say maybe not. I mean, you think we'll see more than one win more than one win out of him next year? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, because I think anytime they go to a road course, whether it's Xfinity <laughs> or, or truck racer, yeah. or whatever, they're going to be putting well, that I'm guy in about, there. I'm talking about the at the monster energy level. Do you think we'll see more than one win out of him next year? No. No. No, I don't think so. Think we'll see one? We might see one. I mean, that's I, I have they said 50, yet? 50. Have they said yet if we're going back to Chicago for the street race or if they're going to move it? They have not said yet. Not that I've heard. They need to move it. I mean, it was great. I agree I, with that. I mean, it was a success in my eyes, but they need to take that shit on tour. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. need to hit city to city every year. I think that'd be a good idea. Though. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And and because I just I think the people of Chicago, even though they embraced it this year, I don't think they're going to. They wouldn't be willing to embrace it well, every but, year. You but, know what I mean? You know, on them big cities like San Diego, where, where's a where's a popular racetrack around san diego where can people in san diego go watch a race they can't right so why not take it to that damn city you know yeah. what i'm saying i yeah. mean take it to I mean, cities that's... just like chicago i mean you had chicago land out there but take it to the city take it to the people i agree with that because you know nascar moves around the schedule and they do this and they do that and they change the schedule to appease the fans they want to try to get more fans into nascar what better way than to bring NASCAR to the fans, just like they did with Chicago? You know, now you have more NASCAR fans in Chicago than you did last year just because of this one race. Yeah. So like you're saying, take it city to city. You're going to get – you're not going to get millions of fans from that city, but you're going to get – Well, the, the following get thousands. Year, the following, you know, just like next year, you might have some Chicago fans that drive to Michigan or come to Indianapolis to watch a NASCAR race because they loved it when Chicago, when they was there last year, talking about this year, mm -hmm. you know, you might have some people that was at the Chicago street race this year that go to, you know, any number of races because they got hooked on NASCAR that weekend that NASCAR came to their city, you know? Yeah. I mean, what's in Orlando, right? I don't know. I think they got a theme park down there somewhere. Right. <laughs> That's I mean, about you it. got Homestead Miami down there. You know, I mean, that's a that's a track, but I mean, it's it, a decent it, drive from Orlando, though. Right. I mean, but so it's like NASCAR's got a great opportunity here. I think to go into these, you know, Jacksonville. Uh, well, I don't think they'd hit Jacksonville just because it's pretty close to Daytona. Um, 
But I do agree with your big cities, you know, like right. Seattle, um, San Diego, San Francisco, L.A. Well, they do, they got the Coliseum, but I think they need, I think they need to kind of get rid of the Coliseum. Right. It's Chicago, just too small. Chicago was a great place to start. Yes, uh, Chicago. Go hit New York. Let's go down to, uh, you know, let's hit Dallas. Well, I don't know. They got Texas Speedway down there. I don't know exactly where that's Dallas, at. Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, so let's go. But I mean, you, know, you still yeah. got you still got Houston area. You know, that's a pretty good hallway. Right. I mean, you've got San a lot Antonio, of. I mean, you've got a lot of options. Yeah, you a got lot all of kinds options. of cities. Mm-hmm. So show I, me I, some cities. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a shirt sometime. <laughs> show me them cities, baby. But um, I think it, it'd be a great, great marketing thing for. NASCAR. I, I know you agree. Yeah, oh, yeah. So. I think it would be. Yeah, um, you know. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know, I mean, Louisville I mean, we had... Speedway went away years ago, and we had Sparta, but the drivers didn't like Sparta because, I mean, in all honesty, I don't think NASCAR or the drivers liked the Kentucky Motor Speedway because, one, there's nothing around it except for racers, and you have to be a true hometown boy to appreciate racers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a... Uh, there's Which no, I don't th- I don't think is in business anymore. Well, the, the building is still there, but I don't think no, I mean, it's, it don't function it. as it used I mean, to. During that race, it was always busy, you know. Yeah. But I've heard the, stories. <laughs> I think I've probably told some. <laughs> I might have. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's nothing around Kentucky Motor Speedway, and I think it was probably the original plan was to build up around it. It just never happened, right? Um, but the drivers didn't like the track either. So, I mean, it was a win-win for NASCAR in their eyes. The financial shit ain't there, and the drivers don't like it either. Fuck it. You know? Yeah, just get rid of it. And it was it was the, the cookie-cutter movement. You know, you had so many of the same tracks just popping up. Mile and a half, they all the same. People got tired of that. They didn't want to see all the same stuff. But now we're in a day where we just keep adding, adding road courses. But... Um, I don't know. I don't mind some of the road courses. I think, I do think, and I know we've talked about this before, but I think they need to add more disciplines. Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is we're adding road course after road course, street courses, stuff like that. I think we need to add... More dirt? We need to add things like a dirt track, you know? But we already have one... But we need to add more than one. We need to do need more like than a, a one-off. Super speedway on dirt. Is well, we maybe need. that'd be awesome. Maybe two um, and a half mile dirt track. Well, well, that that <laughs> that'd be tough. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be tough. But I think you know we've we've got the one dirt track with Bristol dirt. I think we need to add maybe maybe a couple more. Make let's make let's go to Eldora. three or four dirt races. Let's go to Eldora. Yeah, let's make three or four dirt races. Wherever you want to make them, let's make them good race tracks that can hold the people that can I don't think they need like Bristol, how they do Bristol dirt now. They bring dirt in, put it on the track. It's that's fine and dandy, but it's I think fine, but I'm not I'm not a fan of that. I, no, but I'm I, I'm more of a fan of let's go to a real legit to, dirt track. Right. Let's go to uh Bristol has its own magic. Right. Let's keep that magic. But I mean, it also costs so much money. When you got a perfectly, you got a freaking outstanding dirt track right there in Eldora, you know. Yeah. And. Uh, and there's a few others across the country that we could go to. That, because if NASCAR's coming, the stands will 
we'll build more stands. We will accommodate the people. I mean, there's a great dirt track right there in Florence, Kentucky. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have great races there. You know, like, I mean, really damn good races. I, I, I mean, I put it up there above Brownstown and Scottsburg, you know. You'd put I it mean, above Brownstown? Yeah, Florence, yeah, definitely. I wouldn't put it above Brownstown. Yeah. Brownstown, Indiana. Now, there is, I just seen on YouTube just last night, I was thumbing through there, I seen there's a Brownstown, I think it's Illinois, racetrack. Uh, it, it, there's only one Brownstown. It really didn't seem to hold a candle to Brownstown, Indiana. Yeah. yeah. But Brownstown, Indiana just ain't big enough. The track itself is amazing. Right. You know, there's there's not... I love the track, but... Brownstown, Indiana is one of the best tracks in the country. I'll say that, hands down. It's just the magic that Brownstown is. It's, it's like Eldora has its own magic. Brownstown has its own magic. So, But Brownstown just won't hold... The size of the track, it won't hold the cars. Well, and that's, and, what, that's and the what I'm talking about. But, if we're talking about bringing a NASCAR race to a dirt track, I would definitely pick Florence over Brownstown. <clears> you know what I mean? It's like you couldn't... You couldn't even come close to see, I, bring I, an NASCAR race to Brownstown. I haven't, I haven't been to Florence. I mean, I've seen it on TV. I've seen, I've, I've drove past it and all that stuff, but I've never actually been there to a race, so I can't, I can't add to that. But, uh, but like Eldora, and even for the first couple of years, while you're adding some dirt tracks, yeah, let's keep doing the Bristol thing. But I don't think we should though. Well. But for the first couple of years is what I'm saying. Right. While we're adding these tracks. Once we get three or four That's, tracks, yeah, then we'll do away with the right. Bristol dirt. Right. And we and need to establish some Yes. Some some real really dirt good, tracks. Right, exactly. And start and because with of my and yeah, and what got me on this topic was we're adding so many road courses, street courses, whatever you want to call it, that these are the top guys in the world at this level. So we we've got super speedways. And, and a super speedway is not something you can just add. You know, it's not like there's a bunch of them out there. There's only two. We got them both, and yeah. we do it twice a year. So we got four races there. We've added street races. We've added road courses. Now we're up to, what, seven? Seven road courses seven road on the year. Seven road courses and a street race. And a street race. So, so we're good there. We've got the cookie cutters. We've still got a few of them on the schedule. We've got small tracks. We've got, um, you know, stuff like that. But let's let's... Add some dirt because a lot of these drivers that are in NASCAR now have come from dirt. So let's add some dirt tracks to the to the schedule. You know, um, all the disciplines of racing that these guys come from. Let's put a few of them on the schedule, and then let's go race. Because I think, and I think it's just going to improve the guys that are not like like Kevin Harvick. He hates the dirt. You know, and I know Brad Keselowski don't want the dirt. Kyle Busch don't want the dirt tracks. Right. I mean, a but lot of these guys don't. There's so many drivers that started on dirt, came up through dirt. You know, raced a lot of their career on dirt. We should have some dirt tracks. Yeah, it's just my opinion. Right. And the fans would, the fans will flock to the dirt. I mean, dirt racing. My opinion, dirt racing is way more popular than asphalt racing. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll agree hands down with you there. But then let's say you go to a race. On, let's say you go to a dirt race on a Sunday, and it gets rained out. When you think they're going to postpone that race to? Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you couldn't have a NASCAR. We wouldn't have a NASCAR season if everything was on dirt. You know what I right. mean? Right. Well, that's and that's so, why you got to kind of carefully schedule. Right. So, you 
You don't you know, want to, and I don't put shit in the spring. And that's what here. baffles me about the Bristol dirt race. Why are you putting that in the spring? It's gonna be rainy. Right. Every year we've had that, it's been questionable because of rain. Put it more in the summertime. Yep. You know, so that way there's a less chance of rain. You always got the chance. You well, know, but, but you've also got your night race in the summertime too. Let's put every dirt race on the, in the night. Put it <laughs> under the lights. That's what dirt racing but is, what, right? What do you? Going back to the starts of the Daytona race, the first Daytona 500, you know, on I mean, the sand. Yeah. Okay. What do you think about doing a race on the sand? I'm good with it. Let's try it. I'm I'm the kind of person. And I that's th- what I said. I, I mean, like to think outside the box. I like the roots. I like the yeah. uh, the nostalgia of of the dirt racing. You know, to bring people back to, you know, I mean, hell, it's like the the veterans are the ones that don't have no dirt racing experience. The Brad yeah. Keselowski's, the Kevin Harvick's, the Joey Logano's. It's the Christopher Bells and the Kyle Larsons that do. Chase mm-hmm. Briscoe. You know, it's the younger guys that have that experience because that's the way they work their way up. Right. So. Was that you or me? I think that's it me. It wasn't me. That was me. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think we need to add add to the schedule, but yet. Not a dirt race. Or I mean, I'm sorry. Not a road course. Not stuff that we already have. You know, let's add to the things that are going to bring some fans in. What do you think and about? And you're tapping into that. You're tapping into that dirt fan base more than what we already have. We we go to. There's a few tracks. Well, there's a handful of tracks that we go to twice a year. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about? If we're gonna do tracks twice a year. We do them left one time, we do them right the next. I'm okay with that. See, I think, I mean, just getting getting crews outside of their comfort zone, doing something, because even your pits are different then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it changes a lot more than what people think. It's not just turning a steering wheel. Right, and along with that, you know, we see on some of these road courses, these guys come into the pits at Watkins Glen is one of them. You come into the pits, you got your fuel on the passenger side of the car, whereas most of the time it's on the driver's side. Right. So you have a totally new body for this car, for this race. And I think that's what's, and that's kind of why I'm I'm saying let's add more dirt because these guys are building a dirt car for one race. That's a lot of money to put in this car for one race. Especially for people that's not into that race. Right. And I think we're, those, those guys that are more against the dirt racing are kind of working themselves out of the out of the driver's seats you know you got harvick retired brad won't be far behind truex he's got a couple more years maybe kyle hamlin you know i mean them guys are kind of working their way out and and a lot of these younger guys are the you know the reddicks the briscoes (laughs) the elliots the larsons the bells Mm -hmm. you got these whiny you know you got these guys that love dirt racing yeah and 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 so let's let's capitalize on it now let's capitalize on it let's let these guys in the garage and in in at the shop, let's build a couple of dirt cars. Not just that one car that you're going to use one time, and then it's going up in the shed for a year before we pull it back out. And then we got to do a whole lot of work to it. Let's build a couple of them. You know what I mean? Because We're gonna now we them. will have, yeah, we'll have three or four dirt races on the schedule. Right. So it just, I think if we're going to have dirt, we need to have more dirt. Or do away with it altogether. 
One of the two. I wouldn't but, say that. That's, well, yeah. I'm not on the side of doing away with it altogether. I'm on but the I, side of adding more. Let's 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 make it two next year. Let's go Bristol. Leave it like it is. You know they can bring their party in and fill up the sandbox and shit. But then let's go to Eldora too. Yeah. And then and then why you've got Bristol and Eldora? You're looking for another track. You know, and and once we get three or four on the schedule, Eldora's maybe sell five. Out. You know, I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it used to sell out to the Prelude. I don't know yeah. if you remember back in the was it late '90s, early 2000s. They had the Prelude to the Dream, where they had all these NASCAR drivers come in driving late mm-hmm. models on the dirt the night before the Dream, and it was a hit. Yeah. Why'd we get rid of it? If it's a hit, why are we getting rid of it? You know what I mean? But well, the mo drivers. Yeah, are gone. You know, I mean, it's them guys like the Jeff Gordon. It's and, a different kind of people. You yeah. know, I mean, you got, you know, and, and I, I'm a, I'm a NASCAR fan of these guys, but you know, the Joe Liganos, the those kind of guys aren't the ones that are going to show up every week to a race like that. So I don't know. I think if we're going to, uh, I agree with you on what's being said about. You know, I, I like the Chicago Street Race just because we had old asphalt, new asphalt, and concrete all on the same track. So, I want to see that shit taken on tour. And, you know, we mentioned that earlier about just taking it city to city, maybe where there's not a NASCAR race that's close to where, you know, a dad can, dad or mom can take their son or daughter. And they can see this stuff right there, right there in the city. They don't have to take a trip to do it. Um, if it's a success, then maybe we do two street races a year. But we definitely need to take that step to get more involved in the dirt. If, like you said, if we're going to have dirt at all, we need to do it. I don't think we need four or five dirt races a year by any means. But if we can branch off into two for the next three years if we can hit bristol dirt and eldora dirt for the all the way up till 2026 2027 and then if it's been that big of a success for the drivers and for nascar then maybe we look at a third one that we've had on the back burner for 2027 yeah i agree with that so Let's talk about let's talk about Bristol, not not the NASCAR part of Bristol. Let's talk about the US part of Bristol, because that's okay, what I'm go, looking for. You go to. ahead and build everybody up. Tell them, give them the slow version. Okay. Uh, of what we do when when we plan, like I'm sure when we get done with this podcast, we're going to talk about I mean, what you got, what we need. Yeah. You know, when you you know, <laughs> I'm just lay it out there. Okay, you, so, <clears throat> taking a break, are you? <laughs> I got you. Um, so, what we normally do when we go to Bristol, we, you know, well, we've, co- we've come a long way. And I'm sure when Justin gets back, he's going to agree. We've come a long way. The first time me and Justin went, it was just me, him, and a cooler full of beer. That was it. Because um, we didn't really know. We didn't know. So, um we went down there. We we stayed all day. There was the Bristol Night Race was the first time we went, and uh, you know we we kind of roamed around the on the grounds all day. We went, uh, you know, 
seen things that that they had there to offer. You know, you got the Toyota uh, section that, that gives away prizes and stuff like that. And you got all the stuff in the parking lot and the, the interviews with the driver. So we, we, we went and did all of that. We went and checked out all the merchandise tents. But it really, all we had was just us and beer. We didn't have no food. We didn't, because we're two guys. We didn't think about taking the food with us, <laughs> stuff like that. So the next year we went, um, my wife Jess goes with us, and she's thinking more like a woman's going to think that, hey, we need to take some food with us. Um, so that's what we had. We had, it was me, Justin, Jess, and a cooler full of beer, and we got a food. We got food that time. <laughs> um, I, was, I was telling them about the first time we went where we we didn't have no food. We didn't even think about food. We just took me, you, and a cooler full of beer. <laughs> we had a truck to sleep in. and That was it. I think we yeah, had some yeah, Slim Jims. Yeah, we had some Slim Jims. We, we, uh, we was on our way back home, and it's a five-hour drive for us. you know. So on our way back when it was just me and you, it was, it, we, we slept out behind some <laughs> gas station beside the dumpster because it was dark and we didn't get a couple hours of sleep. Yeah. But... Uh, so the next year we went, uh, Mama Jess was with us, and she actually thought ahead. You know, that's something that's not really our strong point. Um, we're always thinking ahead, but... Well, we're thinking for the wrong reasons. Right. We're, we're making sure we got the basics. Yeah, it's like you get a Sharpie, so... Right. <laughs> she was thinking about a hotel and, and you know, food, stuff like that. So we had all that. health and comfort and stuff right. like that. Right, you know, and, and I appreciate that. Oh, man. I appreciate the hell out of that. It made a, it made a world of difference. <laughs> it did. Um, but, um, so that was the next time we went. We, we, had a, we, had, we were loaded down with food. And we just kind of walked around the grounds. We we're playing cornhole, doing shots. Yeah, we found them people up on the hill that was yeah. giving out fireball. And, well, and to me, fireball. I, I've never really done. I'm not much of a whiskey person. Here's here's my thing is, if you say you want to do a shot, I'm probably gonna say no. Nah, I'm all right. But when you say ah, oh, well, that's what I, I bet did. you won't. Well, all yeah. right, now we're yeah. talking, brother, because <laughs> I'm 6'2", 260 pounds. I bet I will, right. and I bet, I'll stay, <laughs> I bet I'll stay longer after I do it, you know? Cause. Well, that's that's what they got me with, because at first, you know, we I was, what were we, probably like 10 or 12 beers in when we when we started at up least. the mountain. I mean, when we got a golf cart right up the mountain. Yeah, we had to. That was We're too old that, for that crap, steep. you know? I mean, but, but we found these guys, and they were playing cornhole, and they were drinking, and we got to talking to them. Had a great time. Oh, great time. Good guys. I think they're from somewhere around the Pittsburgh area. I, yeah. don't, I don't remember their name. I didn't catch their name. But they were like, hey, we're, they break out the fireball. They had and, TV outside. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a good time. Yeah. And they asked me if I wanted fireball. I'm like, no, no. I, I don't want to mix my beer and my whiskey. You know, that, that's, I've done that before and I got whiskey, trouble. But it is a whiskey. It's a cinnamon whiskey. But it's just. But to, to me, me, I've never done the whiskey. Right. Well, I mean, I have, but they're, not very much. Like me, my thing is like vodka. I, I mean, I drink vodka. But I'm not big on it. If I, I'll do tequila. I'll do bourbons. I'll do whiskey. I'll do moonshine. I'll, I mean, there ain't much I ain't gonna do. Right. You know, but it, except for like white claw and shit. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't roll like that. Right. <laughs> I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> but so, we were there, and and you know they asked if if I wanted some some fireball, and I said no. You you jumped up on in there. You you were quick to get the fireball but i was i was a little nervous because well, i didn't want to i'm gonna ride that cooler down the hill right <laughs> well 
Well, I didn't. I didn't want to get sick. I, that was my worry. I didn't want to get sick. I didn't want to. You know, I was a little nervous that because I'm not a whiskey person that the whiskey might might mix bad with the beer, and I didn't want to affect. You know, I didn't want to be sick while the race right. was going. So you know, but then they started making fun of me. So okay, well, all right. So then I got up there. That got, wasn't me though. Oh, I know it wasn't, it wasn't you. Me. It wasn't you. It was that one guy. He was bald. Right, but I there was like guy. five of them. Yeah, me and you could could have just taken them without. Well, yeah. You know, I mean, without even drinking, you yeah. know, but it was it was just going to make the 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 evening more interesting. So. Yeah. So I ended up I I took the I took the fireball. But you remember, it didn't affect me at all. Right. It, yeah, so it didn't affect me. I, I agree with you. It's you remember not... when we was gearing to go into the track and I was like, "Hey, I was like that moonshine place right there is about to close." Yeah. Like, let's jump up there and get some moonshine. I didn't. Yeah, you wasn't interested. No, I didn't. I didn't. I had moonshine in my cooler. But <laughs> You know, it's like, you don't have, like, I'm drinking some fucking moonshine, you know, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna sell me on it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, it worked out great for me, because it was like, it was some. I mean, it wasn't bad to get into that little area, it was like $6 per person. Yeah. But once you got in, you got to try two of these little plastic shot glass things full of moonshine. And you, you, they had this hot ass woman up there, you know, big titties sticking out. And yeah. The, their type of moonshine shirt on. Yeah. And I mean, they're they're salesmen. You know, I get it. So they're not dumb. <laughs> so I get up there. I'm in line. I'm like, come on, Chad. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, ain't gonna sit good with me. I was like, all right. Well, these these people come up and somebody like accidentally got in front of me or something. But it was like a younger girl. So I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna be rude. I, I'll, I'll be second in line. You know what I'm saying? Well, then the people, I didn't know she had people that was coming later to join her, and I was like, yeah, uh, uh, uh. you yeah. know, I was like, right. how the fuck do you get in front of me? Right. You know, and he's like, oh man, I'm sorry, my wife was up here. You know, she's in this spot, and I'm like, hey, you know, no problem. I'll let it go. It's just one person. Well, the woman comes over to. She says, this is the last group of people going in before the race starts Mm because they legally have to shut it off yeah so this dude jumps up there and he's like here's my card and here's my id and i was like well damn dude if he's gonna cut in front of me at least you could have done pay for me and he's like yeah yeah he's like here give her your id he's like i'm paying for this guy too and i was like man i was just kidding you know i mean it's only six (laughs) dollars i was like i don't give a shit and he's like no no you're right so I was like, hell. I, I, I never met a bad person down there yet. Right, me either. Everybody there is there to have a good time. They're having fun. There's no issues. Oh, it's it's a love fest, it's man. It's a party. I mean, it's, well, I don't know if I say it's a love <laughs> fest. I mean, I don't know what happened to you in that whiskey line. But, you know, but, you know we get up there and, and you get two shots, right? Yeah. So, so there's like four or five of us in this, at this bar. And... You know, she she tells us, she gives us her sales pitch. She's like, you know, you got this, you got this, you got this. And pick what you want, you do it. And she's like, now, I'm going to give everybody a shot of this flavor. That's your second one. By the time we left that, because of me being the way I am, we all had 11 (laughs) shots. Really? You got 11 shots instead of two, because... When she was like, all right, guys, well, I got to close up by, it was like 545, because the, the race started at 630, or maybe it was 645, because the race started at 730. Yeah. But they had to be closed by so many minutes before the race started. And I was like, hey, hey, girl, you know, we got like 
40 minutes left, yeah. you know, or 60 minutes Nobody's left. behind you. Nobody's behind us. This right? is the last group. I was like, let's do one more. She's like, okay, you guys want to do one more? And like the other five <laughs> people was like, yeah, you know? Right? And I was like, come on, seriously? I was like, just one? Let's, let's dog down another, you know? We ended up doing like... 10 or 11 shots. I remember you were in that line for a long oh, time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to get every drop of free booze I can, <laughs> especially when there's pretty women around. That's the best I time mean, to get it, right? Right. <laughs> I think I could have walked out of there with a jar. You probably could have. I'm, but hard, I'm, I'm hard to say no to. I know. Well, I wouldn't say I know. I, I <laughs> started to agree before I heard what came out of your mouth. I'm a hard man to say no to. <laughs> well... Um, so what are we doing this year at Bristol? Because so, so we, we were there first. This year, right. Last year at the dirt race. Right. We were there first. We'll be first and second this year. I guarantee We're going to park next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're taking some people with us this year that haven't ever been. Yeah. So it's your, kind mom, of their... your, your mom and dad, mm-hmm. my mom and stepdad, were kind of popping their cherry out one weekend. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot for them to take in. Right. I know my mom's looking forward to it quite my a bit. My dad, too. my dad's looking forward to it because he's never been to an actual NAS, a cup race. He's been to an Xfinity race at Kentucky. This was years back, um, but it's, you know he's he's getting up there in age, and it's different. It, we've it, we've been different. to Kentucky. You and yes. I've been to Kentucky, and it's it's just a totally different experience. I've been to Kentucky with you. I've been to Indianapolis. When they're racing on the Oval. Yeah, I've been there. I've been to Martinsville twice. Um, and I've been to Bristol twice. And out of all them races, I would have to say Bristol is my favorite so far. Yeah. Now, obviously, I want to go to Talladega. I got to experience Talladega in the infield. Yeah. Um, we're going to do that at some point, probably here pretty soon. Um, not this year, but maybe next year. Yeah. But is Jess uh, going with us? Cause well, I don't know if she can handle a Talladega weekend. I mean, with an me and you, weekend, you know, that's different than a parking lot. Weekend. Yeah, I mean, well, Talladega weekend's gonna start on Wednesday, right? Probably right. end on Wednesday, right? And that's what I, that's what Lisa <laughs> says. She's like, when you go to Talladega, and I've said this before, she's like, I'm gonna get the permanent marker and I'm gonna write your name and address on your chest, and <laughs> you can just go. You might end up in Mississippi somewhere. You never you know. know. I know, right? <laughs> but for Bristol, I have a blast at Bristol. I've never gotten too stupid that I didn't know what was no. going on. And, and and like the I cr- said, everybody is great. Thousands upon thousands of people, and not one fight. Right. In and years, it, it's great. I I love the track. I love the atmosphere. The people that are there are just there to have fun. Right. It's, it's good time. It's um, like a big old family reunion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just everybody. You ain't got a clue who these other people are. <laughs> I mean, you do see people make it out. <laughs> yeah, from time to time. So, so. But it's, you know, Tennessee-Virginia line down there, so it, it's, it could be. Famous. Things are different down there, yeah. <laughs> but I love I love Bristol, and, and I'm excited to get my dad there, you know, because like I said, he's getting older. I mean, I'm 47. <clears throat> I'll turn 47 here in a couple of months. He's going to turn 69. Nice. He's going to turn 69 later this year, so uh, I want to get him to Bristol. Um, you know, Mom's looking forward to that, too. You know, you said your mom's looking forward oh, to that. Yeah, she said it's one of the bucket list races, and it is. And I, it is. I, I can't wait to see Bert down there at Bristol. Well, told, you know, I, I told him, I said, there's a lot of flea market <laughs> shit down there, Bert. I was like, it is like the biggest NASCAR flea market you've ever been to. He's going to be wheeling and dealing. Oh, yeah, so you can see people. that arm swinging around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> you know what? I don't even have to do it. You know, I can do it perfect. I can do the bird arm pretty well, but you already know what's going to be happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, are you taking... Now, I know I'm taking quite a bit of food and drinks. Well, that's what I was going to talk to you after this was... Yeah, well, we're gonna get we're gonna get into that after we go off here. But uh, taking the food and drinks, are you gonna have any uh, any extra drinks in your cooler, like the the clear mason jar type of drink? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I'm just just knowing how I need to prepare because I'm not gonna shy off of that. But like, <laughs> but like, uh, I don't I don't think my dad will ever do it. But I don't think my mom's ever had that. Okay. And well, I'll bring some just for I know, I know Mama Jess has only had maybe a sip off of... Well, I, I can of, tell you right now, I've got some clear that will straight up... I mean, it is smooth as ice, but it, it will... It, it's it, going to do its job, huh? Right, but I mean, it's it's got a good flavor. Yeah. I mean, it's not flavored, but it's not one of them like uh, drinking turpentine or something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're in the but, hills of Tennessee, so we might but as I've well also, have. But I've also still got some butterscotch left, and that stuff is so fucking good and sweet. Yeah. Now that's the that's, that's the stuff I had last time. You had it. So we're gonna. I was just seeing if you're gonna have some of that, but uh, we're gonna have know. the cornhole boards. Oh yeah. We and we are challenging them. anybody and everybody that's there. Anybody in the state of Bristol. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we challenge you to a game of cornhole. Um, now we are going to have some riding the wall uh, koozies merch. and t-shirts. Yeah, we'll have some merch down there. You'll find us. Um, yeah. We're right across from the track, right there. We'll be close. Just as soon as you step off into the dirt into the grass, I'm sorry, you will you'll see us. You'll see our banner. You see the bush light. Come uh, up and say hi. Will cornhole board. Yeah, just come up. Even if you don't want to play cornhole, yeah. come up and say hi. You know. Yeah. Come up and talk to us about NASCAR. Come up and talk to us about sports. I mean, just hit, I'll, I'll sign your titties. I'll kiss your hand. I'll shake your babies. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we'll have some koozies. We'll have some shirts. You know, come say hi. Hang out for a little bit. You know, we're going to be wandering the grounds. Even, even better, out. you can come over and leave a soundbite for our HR department on this <laughs> podcast. We will record you. Yes. And you can leave a soundbite. For with us that we will put on our podcast just for HR Scotty. Yes. I now, think that'd be something. Now, is there anything they need to know? I mean, I'm sure they know that HR Scotty is a big, big Bubba Wallace fan. Right. Huge. He's got Dr. Pepper all over the house. He's got Bubba Wallace cardboard cutouts. Let's see. I mean, what is it? It's Bubba Wallace, UofL, Dallas Cowboys. No, he don't like UofL. Let's, he don't? No. 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 <laughs> I, thought, I see that, what you're he, doing he's here. A, he's a big fan of that coach. I mean, or, he, or no, 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 that coach went to Cincinnati, right? Yes, Cincinnati he was a big Satterfield coach, coach right. and he went to Cincinnati, right. and he's happy as a lark because right, of gotcha that. Right, got you now. So, I, I knew he was happy about something with UofL in Cincinnati. Yes. He's a Bearcat <laughs> daddy, you know I mean? He just... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does love the Dallas Cowboys, Cincinnati Bearcats, and Bubba Wallace. Okay. Not so, necessarily in that order, but... Yeah, right. So him. I mean, let's let's just say you meet us at Bristol. We'll be we'll be right between the track. We'll be around the porta potties merchandising <laughs> sales somewhere Close right to the there. Porta potties. Right. Always. I mean, if yeah, you get well, the first you gotta... if you get the first ticket to pull in, that's where you go. Yeah. So we'll have the boards. We'll have the tents. We'll have the 
table people, of food probably. Probably. Yeah. We'll we'll have the good times. Yeah. So come up and say hi and if you if you listen to the podcast and you want to leave a sound bite for HR Scotty, we're not gonna have the podcast with us obviously, but we'll we'll record a sound bite and oh, we'll yeah. put it on put it on next week's podcast yeah. for him. We'll probably be videoing some stuff here and there just to put on the the Twitter or the X or whatever you want to call it, the Instagrams and all that you know, like stuff. Um, I know that um, Eric, who was on here last week, he said he wanted to get... He wants a picture of us to put on the website, so uh, we'll have to see if we can make Clothing that Clothing optional? Well... <laughs> Are you going for an OF site or what? No, 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 no. I'm got, <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, already, I don't care. I've man. already got my OF site up, man. I mean, how do you think I? Was, I mean, I don't I, think you're gonna you're gonna show me anything I haven't already seen, but uh, but I like you know how I roll. I, I like my blue jeans, my belt, and my hat. You know, and that's about it. You know, yeah. so yeah. I'm not much for a shirt. Sometimes it's just well. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. Sometimes it's just my sometimes boots. it's just the boots and the hat. You know? <laughs> So you'll have them kind of I days. Mean, I mean, they're you know when sometimes you get tired of cornhole, you want to play ring toss. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, ring toss at Bristol. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen. Yep. I'm just going to leave it at that. Anything can happen. Hey, I'll promise you this. Let's just say this. <laughs> okay. We don't know what's going to be going on in our area there at Bristol, but I promise you, you will have a fun time. You'll meet some cool people, have it. some great conversation, and you won't leave there. No. Unhappy. You're going to have some stories for, yeah. for when you get back home. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's that's my Bristol. I, I, I look can't forward wait. to this I mean, all year. 48 hours from now, we're going to be right there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's What time is it right now? It is it's 441. Right now so, I mean, 48 Thursday. hours from now, we'll be packing up the coolers and everything to head into the track. Well, Pretty close to. No. 48 hours from now, we're going to be at the track. Right. but I We're mean, going to be halfway done with the cooler. No, I'm talking about we. it's 441 right now. Right. The race starts at 730. On Thursday. Right. 48, 48 hours. hours is going to be Saturday at 441. Right. So, we'll be packing the coolers and you're going to go into the track. Close to. Yeah, Maybe. Probably yeah. be getting our well, last we'll be meal finishing, in. We'll be finishing off that cooler. I need I'm to sure. eat. I need to eat. Well, yeah. I'm taking the cooler because you can only take a 14 by 14 by 10 cooler in now. Yeah. It's got to be a soft cooler. It's got to be a soft cooler. And I found one that we took last year that you I can fit a 30 pack in. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're screwed. <laughs> And, and just like last year, I, I put it up around that table, and that guy got his stick out. He's like, I was like, I've already checked, buddy, like four times. Yep. And he's like, you're good. I was like, I know. Let's 30 go. beers. <laughs> you don't have to tell me, buddy. Yep. We already know. But yeah, we're going to have a blast all day. And we're going to get there about, what, 6 a.m., something like Between that. Between 6 and 7, we'll be so, there. And the only times we're not going to be... Um, walking around on the grounds is when we're at the greek restaurant eating um so hopefully we can find a golf cart that gets us up there but uh either way sure you got if you go to bristol for the night race on saturday you got to go eat at the greek restaurant you do it's it's the food's good the alone food, the food, the food is alone great. is good the food is great the scenery is even top better. notch yeah. top notch from what i remember now 
the first year we went, we didn't have no clue. We were just hungry as hell, and we yeah, couldn't we find anything to we, eat. I mean, we walked in. We thought it was going to be like a suit and tie type shit. You yeah, know? I mean, it, was, I mean, it was a pretty fancy-looking right. restaurant. And but, then we sat down. We got us a beer, and we are like, okay. Right. I can handle this restaurant. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, so, it's, they had some it's, very... It's they had some uh, nice talent. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I would that. say the food that. was good, and the talent was great. Yeah. What was better, the talent or the, or the food? Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> let me talk okay. to you. <laughs> let me tell you something. So, I can, I can deal with good food and decent women, but I can't deal with bad food. It don't matter how hot the women are. If the food is shit, I'm going to call you out on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I'm not 22. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a man, so you gotta got to please my stomach just like you please my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, my food better be... Make sure my food's good because that's going to make me happy first. Right. You make, you make me happy with my stomach... Everything else will follow. Everything else will yeah. follow. I and mean, the, the food was outstanding. Because I mean, if you I mean, like, like, I've had people been like, "And how could, how could you do that?" You know, talking about this girl you know, hook up with or whatever. I mean, she can cook. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, if her body's a six and her face is a four, that's a ten, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she can cook. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's what so, matters. That's what matters. I mean, I don't have to have a. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, she's a 10, you know, just look at her. But her face is fucked up or her personality's <laughs> fucked up or something like that. You don't you don't want that, you know what I mean? i got to have a girl I can that can get me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lisa's a 10 everywhere I go, you know what I'm saying? I think she's beautiful. But in my past, growing up, there's been some issues where people, my buddies were like, dude, seriously? I mean... <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, dude. I mean, her body got something a, going on. Her body's a six. Her face is a four. It's a ten, man. You know, <laughs> set it right to their face. It's like she can cook. She cooks biscuits and gravy in the morning, and she got a body like that and a face like that. Yeah, yeah. As long as she gets on. I mean, it wasn't somebody the morning take, face. It wasn't somebody take on a mama, you know? Because mama's even gonna look at me and be like, seriously. <laughs> Justin, I can hear it now. Justin, you know what are you thinking? What are you doing? You're like, Mom, you should have had, had her biscuits and gravy, Mom. <laughs> you come over for breakfast, Mom. You might change your attitude. But I got, I got, I got that all straightened out. So I'm sure she'll tell you guys some stories. When we're oh, I'm sure she could. Yeah, I'm sure she could. So to sum that all up. We're gonna be at Bristol. We're gonna be having fun. We're gonna be we're gonna be drinking the drink, talking the talk, walking the walk. Probably giving a few flying elbows. I guarantee it. Yeah. Um, we'll beat you in cornhole. Bert will wrestle with you. Oh yeah. Mom and Jess will keep you in line. Guarantee it. Jim and yeah. Kathy. I mean, well, they'll probably. I'm sure they'll have a few stories too. Right. Yeah. So. So let's talk about this fantasy stuff. I don't really feel like it. 
<laughs> I didn't think you would. Let me just go ahead and get this out of the way. Okay. I got something to say. Just get it out of the way. All right. Scott and Chad, you're the man. <laughs> go ahead and cut I mean, out about yeah, seven weeks. I'm going to go ahead and just, just do it now. Scott and Chad, you are the man. Because whatever I'm doing, I don't know. This, this is probably one of them karma moments where I did something a long time ago that it could be. You know it what I'm be. saying? It's yeah. Just, oh, yeah. It's just the way it goes. But like I said, I don't do this to get rich. None of us do. It's just the way my year's going. So hopefully Kyle Bush can... I mean, I went from third to 26. There's only 26 people in the league. Right. You know, so I went, I'm I'm sucking hot and tent right now. I'm down yeah. to the bottom. Now, this would make a hell of a story if I come back, get the it top would. three. You know what it I mean? would. So, I mean, we got... What, I mean, races? we're only two races well, in. We got, we got eight races left. I get eight wins. You can I make a hell of okay. a run. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We got Hunter in there. You know, <laughs> he's got that almanac. Oh, get all my sack. <laughs> That's what Hunter got. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that almanac sack every year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he'll write in here and tell us what he thinks about that. <laughs> I fell to fourth. I was feeling pretty good. You know, I was tied with H.R. Scotty. We were tied for second. And uh, Christopher Bell did not pan out for me last week. Or you know, me. He just, yeah, he just, <laughs> or you the week before that. You know, he's he's been laying eggs. So if you're what thinking did you about get with him last week? Eighth place. Did you? Which was a lot better than what he got for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I was nervous. Do you, have a, do you have a parachute on when you fell from third to fourth? <laughs> No, I just felt like I stubbed my toe. Okay. Because I, I, I went from third to 26, so. I mean, it well, took a few weeks to do it, but I was falling five, five, four, five spots at a oh, time, yeah. you know, yeah, in you that were, order. You were like a rock in the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I really hate to say this, and I was going to try to avoid this if I could, but I really don't want to say this, but I'm going to, because... Here in just a couple of days, she's going to be within smacking. Yeah, mom's falling right behind me. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's been picking a few she's, of the she's same got drivers. Good picks. Well, she's picking the same drivers I am, and I'm well, trying, that's, I, but I can't. You know, I'm I'm going to be. Did you tell to, her to quit doing that? I did, but I turned mine in on Tuesday. She usually don't turn hers into Wednesday or Thursday, so I, I can't be like mom. Don't pick them. I picked them too. That's yeah. not fair. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I just can't help it. You know, it's. It's tough watching Mama Lou fall like that. She fell seven spots just in one week. Yeah. That's rough. Because she was, like like you, she she started at the bottom, though. You started more towards the middle. She started at the bottom. And then she worked her way all the way up to, like, second or third spot. Yeah. And now she's right down there at the bottom, 24th spot. And that's... That's tough. That's tough. But, uh... It's you gotta way roll it with it. You gotta it's roll way, with it. I mean, you know, somebody's gotta be there. One of, the, one of the guys asked me today. One of the guys in the league said, uh, "Did you already turn your pick in?" I said, "Yeah, every Tuesday." He knows that. Mm-hmm. He said, "And this person's in the league." Yeah. Do you want to say who it is? No, I'm not, okay. I'm not gonna get into it. No, you don't but have to. he said, "Well, who'd you pick?" I said, "Well, I'm not not going there right now because he hadn't turned his pick in yet." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it wouldn't really be fair. So he turned his pick in and said, this is my pick. This is who I want. Now, who'd you take? And I told him, he's like, God dang. He said, I about took him. You know? And I was like, yeah. I said, you notice a string of bad luck too? He said, I ain't never, like, he ain't never seen nothing like it. Yeah. I'm, I'm serious. Five weeks. What? No, six weeks. Six weeks. Since Michigan. 
Yeah, since Michigan. That's where it started. Right. So six weeks, I've got 123 point race, and everything else was 32nd or higher. Hmm. That's tough. Yeah. And I'm not picking scrubs. No. You know what I'm saying? So it's... uh. I mean, who'd you pick? It you picked Bell at Darlington. You picked Truex at Kansas. Yeah, both legit. I took legit drivers. Chase Elliott at Watkins Glen. Yeah, I picked the same. You one know, there. I mean, it, it's you're taking. I'm taking favorites. I'm taking really good talent at yeah. these races, and I'm taking Kyle Busch at Bristol, which Kyle Busch has got like eight wins at Bristol. I mean, he's phenomenal, which scares the fuck out of me now. Because I, I hate it for Kyle, what I'm about to do to him. You know what I'm saying? He he, he probably will owe me an ass punch after this race. And he'll be all the way around. Have you told him yet that you've picked him? No. Okay. I, haven't told I, him. I wouldn't tell him until, no. until after the race is over. Because I'm hoping he turns it around. If I tell him before the race, I don't want it in his head. Right. If, if he turns around and he wins this thing, then he's going to turn it around for me. Yeah. And he knows how important it is. Yeah. It, it, it's it's kind of a big deal, yeah. you know. I mean, you got HR; he's criticizing everything. Right. I mean, it, you finish one spot below him, he's gonna ride your ass for about two weeks. Because yeah. he did that to me earlier today. He's trying to find out who I was picking. I told him, I said, I don't know. I've got a few. I got a few in mind. And I told him, I told him exactly what I thought about it. Larson, Bush, Busher, you know, all all these drivers that are going through my head. Who do I pick, and why? Because I want to pick, I haven't turned my pick in yet, right? So I'm down to about what two hours. Two hours. Pick it in. Two I think hours I think I minutes. know. I think I know who I'm going to pick, but I, I every time I'm ready to send that text, I just I, I can't do it. Got to pull back. Gut. That's my problem <laughs> because, <laughs> because my gut says I want to pick Kyle Larson. That's okay. my gut. My gut says pick Larson. Although, and then my brain starts kicking in, says Car- Kyle Larson don't need to win this race, you know, because he won at Darlington. He can he can ride it out, whatever. But Kyle Larson's a short track guy. As much as me and you have watched Kyle Larson, every time he's on the track, he needs to win. Yeah, that's you know just that's he it's always not, has. He don't have to. For... He's one hundred percent urgency. Yeah, yeah, and and I respect that. I like that. That's why I cheer for the guy, and I want to take him. But I also have races later down the road that would be perfect for Kyle Larson, you know? So, and I know H.R. Scotty's already burned Kyle Larson. He can't use him no more. So if I can find a track like a Vegas or a Texas that is just right in the Kyle Larson wheelhouse, I'm going to gain points on Scotty. Well, I mean... I, I need to gain points on Scotty I right mean, now. Wouldn't that be Bristol, too? I mean, yeah, he but can't then, use him. Well, I, I, I'm in a fine, it's a fine line between get your points now or get your point a little bit now and a little bit later to even out to better off down the road. That's that's the problem that I'm dealing with. I'm trying to, my I'm trying to play is, the long game. Yeah, but my because, philosophy is it, it, get the lowest score you can every week. Well, what happens when you run out of the lowest score that you can possibly get? What happens when we're at Phoenix and the best possible option that I have is Michael McDowell, you know? And that's who you use. And hope your lead is big enough you can hold them all. Because I know what Joe T still has left. 
Yeah. I know what Josh still but has left. Joe T's not in the Joe money T's. right now either. Well, but Joe T's coming. I'm telling you right now, Joe T is moving towards the top. <clears throat> he's got he's got a lot of good picks left. Josh does not have a lot of good picks left. So he's second place right now. He's Which, just gotta depend only, on he's gotta depend on some luck. There's only eight points between second and fifth. So I mean it's not a huge gap. No. I, I don't that's why I'm torn. That's why I'm torn. I have this, and I knew Bristol was going to be that thorn in my side. Once we get past Bristol, I think I've got a place for everybody. Bristol was that one that a handful of people could win, but what do I want to do? Because if I play this guy, it affects later down the road. If I play this guy, it affects me down the road. I don't know. I'm going to be stewing on this for two hours. But uh, Hunter's still in the lead. That son Not of a bitch. Much. That son of a bitch. He's got. He's got the almanac. I'm telling you. I think he's already turned his pick in too. Who did he pick? Well, I can't. I can't ask. I can't ask. I started to because I'm used to doing this after seven, but I can't ask. Yeah, I can't. So. I can't answer it either. So. Um, but I will tell. I will say this. You know, I know. Oh, normally, hey. normally we. Uh oh. <laughs> what you don't tell me that? a pick. What but did, who who no, did you get from? What did, I looked at Hunter's pick. Okay. Um. But like, like I'm proud of Mama Jess. She is up to 17th place. She's not letting, she's not letting anything weigh her down. So that's good. That's what I told her. I said you just got to play it week by week. Hope for the best. Do what you can, and see where see where the cards fall. You know, and then do damage control after that. That's that's all you can really do in this type of game. That's that's all you can do. And. I, I made her laugh a little bit at your expense. I said, at least you're not Justin, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're just free falling. You're watching everybody pass you, so yeah, she, she, she kind of giggled. My parachute don't work, and I'm cutting right. holes in it. <laughs> right. I'm just playing with it now on the way down. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, Earl's doing pretty good. He 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 was on the ledge earlier this year. He's like, I'm just, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, because he had a couple of bad races in a row. I said, you got to. Yeah, you gotta wash that man. stuff off, man. Keep going. I mean, I, I've, I've, this is probably the worst. This is probably the worst streak of bad luck I've seen in the yeah. whole NASCAR fantasy league all the years I've done it. Yeah, it's six weeks with everything thirty-two or higher except for a twenty-three. Yeah, that's probably the worst streak I've seen, and it's still fun. You know what I mean? Right. It's only fifty dollars. Yeah, I've spent fifty dollars for a whole year of uh, fun. I spent that on two hookers before. Um, <laughs> I'm not asking we... any questions about that. <laughs> but you know, I, our hands are tied as what we, as far as what we can say, as far as you know, picks and stuff like that. I know some people are waiting to let's see who picked who, but we we, we just can't give you that right yeah, now because picks are still coming in. It's and five we, we're going to play it fair. We're not we're not going to cut any corners. Yeah. We're not going to do anything like, like that. Like I said, there ain't. I mean, there's a little bit of money involved, but it ain't enough to get people out of work or to change their life. Or no, you it's can't. It's just for bragging rights, yeah, basically. You can't retire. It's just a matter of, you know, we, we like to beat up on H.R. Scotty just to just to give him hell and make fun of him well, for a little I mean, bit. Because yeah, I, 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 I spent, like, I mean, he's two a year and a half, two years older than me, and I spent probably the first four years of my life getting beat up. You know what I'm saying? Cause, uh, when did think, that change? I don't think it was still about... When you hit him on the head with a brick? no. Well, I mean that that probably started the process, but <laughs> <laughs> it, 
it was probably a year after that is when I started out growing him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was, uh, he was always, uh, smarter than I was. But at one point it, it became, I, I was gr- outgrowing him, you know, I was yeah, getting bigger. You became the bigger brother. He right. became the older brother. Right. Yeah. He's always been the older brother. I just eventually <laughs> became the bigger brother. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's, it's always been a fun relationship though. It's, I mean, we've had our competitiveness over the years and our well, funny shit over the years and you're close enough in age that you right. all can share that kind of bond, you know, <clears throat> like me and my brother, I love my brother to death, but we're eight years apart, you know? So my teenage years, he was still in his kid years. years yeah. yeah. So we, we, we were well, a little bit I've, too far apart. But, you know, I've also got brothers a year and a half the opposite way that I'm, uh, I love them to death. I'm just not that close to, you know what I'm saying? Right. Not as just close the to. age difference. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it's just more of who you got more in common with, you know, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, you know, Kyle, uh, let's see, Kyle's like eight years younger than me, I think. Sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it he, sounds about right. You know, and... I just remember when we were when we were kids and we were beating the hell out of each other in the living room. Right. Kyle wanted to join, but he was just way too young. Well, he's could, always been that was, way. All we could do was power bomb him on the couch. Yeah, he's always been know? that way. I mean, if if we <clears throat> called him right now, and I'm tempted to, we could put him on speaker. I swear to God, you would think <laughs> this dude was six foot ten, four hundred twenty five pounds, and all muscle. You'd think he well, was. I tell you what, here's what we're gonna do. He, I'm, I'd say he probably don't listen to this podcast. He's not, I don't think he's a NASCAR person. No, he's not. So I don't know if he listens to this podcast he or not, don't. but next week, do you think we can do that? We can put possibly, him on speaker? Possibly. Because I'm telling you right now, I ask him all the time, it's like, you got fucking funhouse mirrors in your house or something that <laughs> make, I mean, why do you think, because this guy is literally, I'm not playing, he's probably six foot, six one, somewhere in there. 120 pounds? Uh, maybe 150 at most. That's <clears throat> okay. scrawny as hell. Good, good dude. Super good dude. Oh, yeah. Good, great yeah. brother. You love know, Kyle but, to death. Yeah, love him to death. Yeah. But I swear to you, if if you heard his stories, you would think <laughs> this son of a bitch was six foot ten and 425 pounds and just... Invincible. Invincible, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you'd, yeah. Think, you'd think it, <laughs> you know? And he's not the one with the wildest stories. True. Right? <laughs> We'll get into that later. That's yeah. a whole other episode. We'll save that for the off season. So, um, but <laughs> I'm gonna say, let's just wrap it up here. We'll leave it here and say, we're going to Bristol, baby. We'll see you down there. If oh yeah, stop by and see us. Can't miss us. Nope. We'll have a banner out there that says, "Beat us in cornhole, win a T-shirt." It's yep. a black banner. It's got different colors on it: pink and and purple. You'll see the like crowd. That. Oh, yeah. Guarantee it. You might see Justin out there signing uh, whatever, whatever is put in front of him to sign. Signing some babies and shaking some titties. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. We'll just end it there. Uh, next week, we'll we'll plan on a pretty good week. We'll, we'll see if we can get uh, get the youngest brother on speakerphone here. That, that'd be interesting. I think be, that'd that'd be one hell of an interesting show. <laughs> I'm already thinking, oh my gosh, what's he going to say? 
<laughs> we get definitely one to tune in for. We we'll get HR <laughs> sure. on one speaker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, his brother on the other speaker. It'd be just a shit talking session oh, for an man. hour and a half. Probably. It'd be like old. <laughs> old it'd be like old times. USWA <laughs> Saturday morning. <laughs> and Jerry Lawler and Bill Dundee out there cussing each other. Somebody but, get Andy Marlin out here. <laughs> That's what me and Chad would be saying. <laughs> it's going to be good times, but uh, we'll see what happens this week at Bristol. Um, I'm saying go Kyle Bush, go Kyle Larson. You know, I right think, in the uh, face, you heard him. Yeah. So we'll go talk Kyles. to you next. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, if you're going to be at Bristol, come look for us. We'd be uh, looking forward to talking to you. Interested in seeing what you have to say. Challenge us to a game of cornhole. We'd we'd love to beat your ass in cornhole. If you see a hillbilly tattoo, you know you're at the right spot. Yep, that's it. Or a guy with a train conductor hat. Yep. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. How tall is Bert? Six. Yep. He's he's he's, he's a five, tall guy. About six, six five, five six, six six. Yeah, something yeah. like that. You catch him standing straight up. Probably about six six. Yeah, and he's one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah. So, um, but until then, we're next week. I don't think. What I don't even know. What is the race after Bristol? I haven't. I've uh, focused Charlotte so Road much. Course? I focus so much on Bristol. I don't even know what the next race is. I don't know. It might be. I, I've been reading a lot where they said they was doing away with the stage. They're bringing mm-hmm. back stage racing for the Charlotte Road Course. It's going to be the only road course. Yeah. So it might be the Charlotte Road Course, but we'll touch on that next week. Yeah, we'll t- we'll talk about that next. I'm going to talk about that nothing this matters week, but, but Bristol right now. I was now. excited about Bristol. Yeah, nothing so matters but Bristol. That's right. right now. That's what it is. So let's get that behind us. Yeah. And next us. week, I, I don't know what to tell you about a show for the next week because no, we'll it, it, it could be crazy. <laughs> crazy as well, hell. We, we might not even be home by next week <laughs> it might not even be us it might just be two people on speakerphone just going at it who knows <laughs> but we'll we'll uh we'll talk about that next week so i'm sure we're gonna have some good stories to tell um so next week bristol if you have anybody like wherever you're going to see the races at this week take somebody new i try to push that as much as i can um we took somebody new this week to just last night to a local track here she had never been to a dirt track before. She had a blast. She loved it. Who's that? Uh, Eric's wife. Yeah, Jamie. Yeah. yeah. She went down there. She didn't know what dirt, dirt racing was all about. She went down there and she... She found out, huh? Yeah. She's seen that uh, the entertainment is on the track and it's in the stands. <laughs> you never know what you're going to see at a dirt track. Yeah, you know? So Takes all kinds, right? She found that out. But uh, So, yeah, just, just to see that face of you know a new fan. So do that if you can. Have fun. Be safe, and we will talk to you next week. Right in the face.